Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac Insu. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Sue. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. Whatever that, you know, I have nothing going on for Halloween. I kind of forgot it was Halloween. Are you going to give out candy, though? Uh, yeah, we have candy. Good. So, I mean... So you won't. Your wife will. Well, someone will. But I don't have a wife. Sorry. Nice try. Or do I? The special lady friend, I'm assuming, like, the last couple of years that we've been together, she was all excited because, you know, before that, she was like an apartment dweller and... Um, wow. You rescued her. <laughs> well, I mean, she just... You saved her. She just had always said she'd never really, like, had, like, a house to give out candy. And so she was like all fired up because we live in a residential area. And I had to tell her, I'm like, you are going to be sorely disappointed. Why? Because there's no kids. Oh, because it's a bunch of olds. It's a bunch of olds. Well, kids all go to the same places. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They go to the rich people neighborhoods. Yeah. And they don't really, there's not a big like neighborhood trick or treat thing. Yeah. We got that too. Yeah. So she could have all our lights on and be like super inviting and probably still would get maybe two rings. Yeah. So this was several years ago. She was all fired up and I tried to let her know, I'm like, you are about to be disappointed so she did the whole like front porch decoration and like with the you know the halloween colored lights and was all fired up and had the big bowl of candy like that big oversized candy dish i'll bet you we got six six people that came by and it crushed her little it crushed her little heart and so now i think she's accepted the fact and then like last year it was like still in denial and i think this year the reality has come crashing down that unless 65 year olds decide to go trick-or-treating like our house is just not just not going to be the place. So will she turn off all the lights and no? Like, or will I, she try? She'll still? she'll try. Well, that's good. And then she goes over the top and says she praises every. Like you could show up like with like the world's worst costume, you know, and and she'll give you seventeen pieces of candy and be like, oh my god, you're adorable. I'm like, are they really adorable, or is it just a kid in a hooded sweatshirt and then like a mask with a, a pillowcase? It was always awesome when there was somebody who would just <clears throat> like take a handful and throw it in your yeah in your little. Yeah. trick-or-treat bag yeah. you know because sometimes people are like only take one yeah that's right here's one for you and here's you. one for you yeah come on man you just want the you want the, the some big, people are like look i got so much candy nobody else is coming behind you here yes and that's the thing is if you are willing to to go late i think you can clean up like i don't know when trick-or-treating officially ends but by you know nine o'clock most people are kind of shutting it down so if you're willing to press the 905 910 you may run into the house that just hasn't gotten a lot of people, and they will give you the bowl of candy. 
They will just or be like, just set it up. Yeah, they'll be like, here, you know what? I'm done with this. Take it away. You go. So we, they, we do that. It kind of becomes like mints, yes. where you it's set out, but there is an acceptable level of yeah of grabbery. You know, sure. Like you, they'll set out the candy because they want to go to bed or something, mm-hmm. but or they're eating. I don't know. But you, as a, I just remember as a kid having the conscience to be like, okay, well, yeah. maybe I'll. Take one of these. And <laughs> one of those. One of those. And that's enough. That's yeah. plenty. That's, uh, uh, Save some for the person behind. Because there was a video circulating today. I don't know if you saw it. But it's, uh, I don't know whose Twitter feed I saw it on. Maybe Rex is always good about these. Yeah, those types. And it's the kid who is, uh, there's a camera on the candy bowl. Yeah. And he comes and dumps the whole bowl into his backpack and flips off the camera and <laughs> leaves. And he's not even dressed up. No, nah, he's just like. Did you I'm, see that? I did. Yeah. And so what is that? Where was that from? And what kind of statement is that? Well, I think the statement is to that kid is that's your fault. That's your fault for saying. As the homeowner? As the homeowner. Oh. This is kind of what I've been like. It it shouldn't be this case, but but it's kind of in the the, the same spirit of like when your teacher gives you the take-home test and then tells you don't use the book. Yeah. Well, you're setting yourself up to fail. I may use the book on one or two. Exactly. And, and I, I don't want... But I'll that, try to follow the I don't rule. want that kid to take all the candy, but you're setting yourself up for failure. The, you know what? It's the Michigan, Michigan State. That's not Michigan's fault that the Michigan State players are a bunch of criminals that want to jump people. But at the same time, Michigan, what did you think was going to happen? You're not responsible for it, but you know what? You put yourself in a bad spot. Are you being like uh, Stephen A. Smith right now? <laughs> Telling people, telling women not to uh, make sure not we're to, not. What do you say? He said dress appropriately or like make no. sure you're not. Uh, yeah, like basically he was he was saying don't piss off the angry guy. That was the Stephen well, A. I think, Smith. No, I think he was saying don't don't dress like a slut if you want if you don't want to be like sexually assaulted. No, his thing was this was after the Ray. I'm Ra- looking at it. Look up. it up. This was after the Ray Ray Rice one where he was like, now ladies, we have to make sure that we're not instigating things. And everyone was like, oh my god, like are you? Literally being like, hey, women, make sure that you don't piss off your man so he beats the crap out of you. And then he had to come out and be like, that's not what I said, even though that's exactly what he said. Oh, but it's not what he meant. It's not what he meant. Wait, <laughs> so the the second I throw that into the Google bar, yeah, all kinds of things come up about him apologizing for comments. Yes, he does it all the time. He does it all the time. <laughs> so here's one about Shohei Otani. I don't need that one, so I'll keep scrolling. Yeah, fine. It was, it was after Ray Rice. Here's one that he says, people are misinterpreting what I'm saying. No, that's, no, we're interpreting it exactly the way you said it. I just remember after Ray Rice, he he told he he specifically like told the ladies. Oh, here's a racial slur. He told the ladies, make sure we're not oh. like we're not instigating. Here's a xenophobic uh, commentary. <laughs> Boy, the Ray Rice one's really been pushed down the <laughs> the ladder here. Well, you know, he's got a lot to say. You can't find Isn't it. Isn't he can. the highest paid man in sports media? I'm gonna have to re. He makes a lot. He makes a lot. I'll put Ray Rice in there and see if that. Here yeah, go. here it is. It says right here. While discussing Ray Rice's two-game suspension following the footballer's arrest uh, for allegedly punching his wife unconscious, eh, allegedly, uh, he said that women should think <clears throat> about how not to provoke wrong actions from men. Right. <laughs> wow. That's, that's you. That's you right now. That's stop and think. Yes, I'm doing that for Halloween yeah, candy. That's what you're saying. I am. I am. You got to think. It is that kid's fault. That is, if you are putting out a bowl of candy at nine o'clock. No. And it's turn, not on the homeowner. And turning out the lights. No. You, look, it's the kid's fault, but at the same time, 
Homeowners need to think about how better to set those you, kids you up for candy success. You wore a short skirt, and you're allowed to wear a short skirt. You shouldn't have to worry about it because you wore a short skirt being sexually assaulted. I'm putting some of this on the homeowner. Boy. Putting some of it on the homeowner's candy irresponsibility. You expect that kid to have candy integrity? I do. No. I do. No. I do. That's, that's on, on you. That's on the one kid. That's on you. I and think you can expect one kid to have candy integrity. I don't think you can expect the entire neighborhood right. to have the but candy it, integrity. Well, I, I agree with that, but you're still it's, – it's, so, so it doesn't also become like this big uh, statement about kids. No. It's the one S-head. Yes. It's not about all the kids. There's always it's one. one. Yes. That one. This guy said he had a friend who got her bowl taken in addition to all the candy. Yeah. Now that hurts. And she said the bowl had emotional value to her. Well, that's but why are you this is why are you putting out an emotional uh connected bowl out into the neighborhood? Did you say connected? <laughs> connected. It's an emotional connected bowl. Yeah, why? I wouldn't do that. No, you can't do it. Well. Now, don't be evil and steal the GD candy. By the yeah, way, what see, there you go. What kid is out there trying to hook himself up with a candy dish? What? Yeah. Is, is his mom's birthday right around the corner? He's like, she'll love this. Who steals a candy dish? Well, some kids are entitled, you know. I guess. That's awful, but, you know, you have to be. It happens. You have to be aware of your circumstances around you and try to put yourself in the best possible, best possible situation. And I do feel like the take one, you know, candy bowl, I do feel that that is being an irresponsible uh, Halloweener. And then whatever happens to that, uh, to that candy, I. I feel like you've put that into the universe and you're just hoping for the best, but hope isn't always a great strategy. It's really not. Well, I just like to report that this is why I don't have to deal with any of this. <laughs> you turn out your lights and kids are awful and I don't, I don't give out candy. I never have. Yeah. So screw you. Go to the next house and rip them off. I give out candy. Even when the lady friend wasn't around, I'm a candy giver outer. And you know what? I'm a generous because I understand that if you're coming to my neighborhood you know, you're you're probably not in prime trick-or-treating. You probably don't have a parent that's willing to drive you someplace good. You probably got stuck trick-or-treating in your boring-ass neighborhood, which is mine. And I feel for you. So if you come to my house, you're getting a handful of candy. I don't give out one or two pieces. You're getting some candy chucked at you. And if you put a little effort into your costume, you're getting like two handfuls. I'm loading you up. Well, folks, happy Halloween. It's raining out there. Yeah, Make sure you add a poncho to your costume. It's kind of a nasty. I did see someone give a poncho to a homeless gentleman. Good. Actually, it was a homeless lady today. That's great. And I thought that was kind of a. Well, yeah. Yeah, like a, a thumbs up. Like, you know, because some people like won't give money. You know, they'll give food or whatever. It was a nasty day. And uh, yeah, someone handed out a, like a big yellow, big yellow poncho. And the person put it on. I'd like to believe that. That was one of those, hey, man, thanks. And I was a couple car back, so I couldn't really see the, you know, the full interaction. But uh, I saw the lady put the poncho on and, you know, thumbs up. All quick, right, well, quick thinking. stay dry out there. Yeah. Good luck. Because people are probably already heading out here, huh? Yeah. Some people like to get done before it gets dark. And, and that's the other with thing. With the littles. I, they go that, to the mall. Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of Halloween? Well, I mean, you know, it's a different era. To get in before. Isn't that the kind of the fun of being a kid is being out? Like well, it after is. dark. Oh, and- of course. But the, again, different area. You got to worry about the perps now. Man. You know, perps are lurking around every every bush. Are they? With, tree. Oh, waiting to stuff the fentanyl. They're in the trees now. Yeah, yeah with the fentanyl. Yeah. They're just going to jump on your kids and shove it down their throat. Shove some fentanyl down their throat. Can't do it. Mm-hmm.
This way you can spot them, you know. I guess. But you're right. We it was Thunderdome. Halloween was so fun. It was when when Just you run around. When you reached the age when you could be unsupervised, as like an 11, 10, 11 year old, was there a better night of your year or of your year than unsupervised yeah. Halloween whatever Dude. with like five or six of your buddies? It was up there. Oh, it was amazing. But I don't know about 10 or 11. I think I was a little older. Were you? Maybe more 13, 14. Yeah. I don't know and if you had this souk with your brother, but I had the constant struggle of I wanted to like go off and just be like sprinting down the street with my friends, and my mom would be like, "You can go with your friends, but you have to take your brother with you." Uh, and he was like four years younger, so it's like try and uh, keep up. We're trying to get all the candy. I'm the youngest, so I didn't. Uh, so yeah, were you? Did, did you do a tag along with your brother? Or are you doing your own thing? Oh no, no, there no. was no. There well, he was always no went along. off with his friends. Yeah, and my parents because we we same neighborhood. Like we had a we had a. a Fairly safe neighborhood. And my parents, I don't think, really cared about me. Uh, I got turned loose at a very young age. And I just, like I said, I remember that being some of the best times of my childhood. And dare I say, it was kind of secondhand. Um, My first up tops I ever saw, Halloween evening. Nice. Yeah. Again, that's memorable. That was memorable. You know, it was. How do you mean kind of secondhand? Well, they weren't directed at me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. That was but, they a, were, but they were around. A friend of mine got to experience something way better than I did, but I got to witness it in person. And when you're like 11 or 12, whatever that was, maybe 12 or 13. Pretty cool. Yeah, you don't care. So i just like to say for the record, Dan Ball, God bless you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was secondhand, but for me. So wait, so he was. Yeah, he got to. He and her were. Well, he got to see. He got to round first and head into second. And you were just sitting there? Well, we were like, yeah, we're out. Picture me as like an umpire, maybe. You know, I was there to call. You know, Steve, Steve, Steve Rat. Yeah, so it was just, you know, it's kind of one of those type of situations. Wow. But Halloween, man, you get out and about. Great things happen. I love also lost in that commentary there was the fact that your parents hopefully secretly wanted you abducted on Halloween. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because you said they didn't really like well, you or care for you. I just feel like my parents, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, I just feel like I was given a lot of um, – well, this is how you parent. Yeah, that's what how you call I parent. Free range parent. Free range parent. I get a lot of leeway. Well, there's good and there's bad with that. Yes, yes. You but think I'm... secretly they were hoping you were abducted on Halloween? <laughs> I just don't think they wanted to deal with me. I think I was a bit of a difficult child. No way. So I think it was just easier to just be like, you know, hey, go, you know, hmm. go do this. But I appreciate it, and that's how I parent my kids. And guess what? Now that they're older, they all say the same thing too. They appreciate it. I always say, treat your kids the way you would. want want to be treated for the most part you got to keep some some barriers up you know keep between the navigational buoys but god the helicopter parenting that stuff drives me crazy i would have hated that when i was a kid so why would i parent my kids that way all right well happy halloween y'all stay dry be awesome yeah wear your costumes out there just don't show up at my house please yeah and can i also say this to parents if your kid has a kick-ass costume like, he's all fired up. He's going to be Superman. He's going to be whatever. You know, she's going to be Wonder Woman. Do not make them wear a big, heavy parka over the top of that. Right. It ruins the whole thing. Right. Load them up if you want the sweatshirt or whatever underneath the costume. I get it. But for Pete's sakes. Let them live. The kid's all fired up about his kick-ass costume, and then you're going to try to make him put some sweatpants and a parka over it? Like, what? Why even dress up as Spider-Man if you've got to wear some sweats over the top? You know, I will say it's not that cold out no. right now. And you know what? The kid is willing to trade a little bit of the chills to show off his badass costume. Yeah, I do feel like kids don't really. I mean, when no. you say wear a coat, yeah. they don't. They no. don't. Even if they, they don't, they're resilient. They're fine. They don't care. What are you it's you? fifty-five degrees, by the way. Exactly. It's I, fine. I look fantastic right now, Ma. Let me out. Exactly.
All right. Um, what was I going to tell you? Don't know. Well, we got a big show. A lot to talk about. We've got a lot of audio today. <laughs> well, I would assume so. Why? Well, because there was a lot of, uh, dare I say, newsworthy clips over the weekend. Yeah, there really were. You got to talk about me getting thorny again. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. Did you see Buck's kid's costume? Ryan Buckley, our producer there. Did he say shark? Fill-in producer. I didn't see it, but I... No, he's got a, he's got a pumpkin diaper. Oh, so that wasn't... Yeah, that was not a costume. That is a staged photo that we did last oh. year and again this year. He was a baby shark yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought he was going to get some suspenders on that thing and roll out. No, <laughs> I don't think his, uh, his little body can support <laughs> that uh, pumpkin that weighs as much well, as he does. I don't know, man. Sometimes they poop a pumpkin in their... Sometimes they do. Diapers. Boy, I'll tell they, you what. They run around with that in there. Wouldn't that be something? You put him in that, and he just he drops trout right in the pumpkin. <laughs> he is only one and a half. That'd be amazing. I wouldn't even be mad at that point. I'd give him a high five. All right, let's get started with your poll question. It is next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're getting lots of Halloween texts. <laughs> uh, one guy said, you know, the first year we were in our new house, we forgot to get candy. And uh, we also forgot to turn the porch light off. So the first kids that approach were handicapped. And they worked their way up my gravel road and stairs to knock oh, on my door. Oh, gosh. You had nothing. He said, I felt so horrible. I felt so horrible. I ended up giving them all $5. Yeah, you got to. I thought that story might end in cash. You got to do something there, right? You got to. What gotta, if you don't have cash, though? Uh, you get them a Sono speaker. I don't know. There's a nice Cuisinart. That kid's leaving with something. A mixer. <laughs> something of value from your home is yes. going home with them. 100%. Maybe some fentanyl. I don't know. Some weed. That kid is leaving with something. I'm asking for their Venmo. <laughs> Yeah, can we do that? Hey, just let me scan this real quick. And by the way, the, the wedding dish guy is back in. And he says not only did he leave the, the bowl out that was a wedding present, it was a Tiffany bowl. And he said he still hasn't heard the end of it. And he shouldn't. That's a, You gave, you put a wedding present Tiffany bowl that your wife probably loved. You left that out 
after you turned out your lights for Halloween? Yeah, she's not going to let that go. No, nor should she. You should hear about that every year for like the next 17 years. Well, he says he does, and then he just takes a lap and does some up-downs. <laughs> it's really the only thing you can do at that point. You take your L, you don't try to fight it, and you just you, mm. you move on. All right, here's our uh, poll question today. Uh, just conveniently placed on Twitter, Elon Musk's Twitter, oh, yeah. at 1080thefan. Where apparently he's fired everyone, and it's just him going rogue. Uh, it's brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAA, IAQ.com. That's A-A-A, IAQ.com. Now, this is, I just realized that this poll question is worded because the way it is because I just finished House of the Dragon. Today. Ah. So. What'd you think, by the way? I, I, it ramped up. It got a little better, but better. I, I still. It I, was not the greatest show, but uh, it was worth, I will say I, I was mistaken in punting on that show. But it's still living off reputation. If that thing doesn't have Game of Thrones attached to it, dude, that thing is, yeah, is flailing. I agree, because there's, there's a whole other... Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just a lot to that whole storyline, but because yeah. of the books and everything. But it was it was good. It, 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 I quit in episode six. It's a 10-episode... You're not wrong for quitting in six, by the way. Well, I tell you what, right where I left off, it picks up. Yeah. So I, and this is why I don't like to quit shows very I understand. But I was you, frustrated. But I feel like you are well within your rights to say, you know what, after six episodes of this crap and how many different time jumps, I'm done. I'm done. So I do believe that this is why this is worded this way. Okay. I, was, I just watched House of the Dragon last night. Who should be crowned supreme ruler of the Northwest right now? <laughs> Sorry, supreme sports ruler. All right. Who's sitting on the... Yeah. Who's on the throne? The wet iron throne. <laughs> With all the daggers. Uh, first place, Seahawks. Pac-12 leading Ducks. The champion Thorns. Or the number one in the West, Blazers. How about that? The West leading Blazers. Would you take a moment to think about that? There is a lot going on in the Pacific Northwest. So who deserves to well, be our supreme sports ruler? Well, wouldn't it be the Thorns because they're actual champions? You'd think. Three times? You'd think. Three time champs? I don't know if they'll win the poll question, though. They probably won't. Because I don't think a lot of people know that they won. Well, they should. Yeah, you they should. should. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, but, this know, show will tell you, hey, if you didn't know, they won. They won. They, they played in D.C. on Saturday. Yeah. Beat the Kansas City Comets. And it's their third title. And I think they're Did the only team. Did anybody else notice I pulled a Ted Wheeler there? <laughs> I don't think they're the Comets. I don't think they are either. The old Kansas City Comets was the old in, indoor soccer league team. Was the Kansas City, were they the Mount, Mounties? Because there was a hockey team there back in the day, too. Wait, the NWSL team, you mean? No, 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 no. They're a hockey team. Now I'm just thinking of old Kansas City teams. Like the Kansas City team, uh, they used to have a hockey team there, and it left. Uh, the Blades. The Blades. Kansas City Blades. Okay. They were there when I was there. I feel like Kansas City had a lot of teams that eventually decided to move elsewhere because, well, there's places better than Kansas City. Well, we had the NBA for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Boy, that was met with I, – I, I grew up there, and the NBA rolls into Kansas City, and everybody's like, what? What is this? I don't care about this. Kansas City. But I always think of Kansas City as a great sports city. and yet, It is, but it's just not the NBA. It's, <laughs> it's, it's got its NFL, and it's got its Major League Other Baseball. That, you can't change that. Get out of here. Come on, man. Say, get. Were you familiar yeah. with the Kansas City T-Bones? That was the American no. Association of Independent Professional Baseball. Well, no, I, I don't remember them. No, but I love the fact that they were the T-Bones. Hey, T-Bones! The T- I, I want the Portland T-Bones. Let's go. So the Kansas City team that they beat was the current, mm. and they had a player who kicked – uh, at least I read. I think her name was Addison Merrick. I don't. I shouldn't say was. She was not. <laughs> yeah, she's, like she's still alive. She, she's not the former. Um, she kicked her own goal. 
and helped our Thorns win the title. She, like she kicked the ball into her own goal. Yeah. She didn't kick her own. No, she secretly <laughs> played for Portland. No, she kicked her own goal after the own goal. <laughs> I do enjoy that if you Google Portland Thorns, uh, it, it, the, the fireworks go off. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool? So I am going with, I'm placing my go vote with the thorns. right now. Good. Me getting thorny again, and Good. as the only fan uh, personality that actually goes to Thorn games, yeah. right here, I'm <laughs> clicking the thorns. All right. Yeah. I've been to more thorns game than I think the entire staff put together. So clearly one of us supports our ladies. Unlike you, you pig. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you, you and Buck, you sexist pigs. In fairness, I don't go to the men's oh, what soccer do do? games either. <laughs> no, Buck, don't worry about it. You're being an ass, too. <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt that. I just, I just missed what I did. You didn't go to the Thorns games. Oh, I, you're right. I did. Suk likes to tear other people down to make himself feel better, but it's not going to work here. That's uh, because last I, I checked. That's how society's working these days. <laughs> oh yeah, true. I, uh, <clears throat> I equally, I am sexist on both ends of the aisle. Oh, uh, you just. I you, hate the men's <laughs> soccer and I hate the women's <laughs> soccer. I don't hate it. I like the sport. I just don't watch it. I will. I just don't have room. I'm old. I understand. You know what I mean? Uh. I'll give I'll give a and it's different because obviously we we can't get football or baseball here without a long drive. I guess you got you know you got the um, the pickles and the uh, the hops, but of your major sports, right? Like I got to drive to Corvallis, I got to drive to Eugene, or I got to drive to Seattle for Major League Baseball or the NFL. So I will tell you this: given my choice, Saturday, I wake up on a Saturday, and you say you can catch one of I got the well Blazers here too. Right, so I can catch one of the major sports here in the Pacific Northwest. So you give me Ducks, Beavers, you give me uh, Mariners, Seahawks, you give me uh, Timbers, Thorns. I get to choose how I'm and spending. Blazers. And Blazers. Did I not say the Blazers? Well, well I think well, you meant to. I meant. And to. then what about the Hawken or the the Hawken or whatever they call? It? What are they called? The Kraken. The the crack. The crack. The Kraken. Yeah, the, yeah. Kind of forgot <laughs> the crack. The cracky. I get the crack. I mean the hockey. I, all things considered, right? So I'm taking in game experience. I'll take in price. I'm taking in the time commitment because I got to drive to Seattle. Or I got to drive to Eugene. If you told me which one of those I want to spend my Saturday afternoon, I am taking a Timbers or a Thorns game. Wow. That's a ringing endorsement. It is a, it is a, a very affordable ticket. Uh, it's a great experience. It's over in a nice tight uh, period. I don't have to drive three hours. I don't have to deal with traffic. There's many wonderful bars within walking distance of the game afterwards when I want to go with my buddy or whoever, my lady friend, and go have a few after. And then I'm home, and I still have the rest of It's for bang for the buck and experience. I just think that is an – you just it – can't, it can't be beat. I would like to tell you that like a real American, mm-hmm. I would go to the baseball game. Yeah. You would, I, you would drive the three hours. Like a real American, yes. <laughs> now – I would tell you, if you put baseball in our fair city, I, too, would go to Major League Baseball. But it's just, it, you know what, it kind of sucks that all of those things, there is such a commitment to, I mean, it is your whole day if you want to go see any of those or, or any of the college football. Now, I have, I have a different answer to the poll question, Okay, which, again, today is, who should be crowned supreme sports ruler of the Northwest right now? I'm going to go with the Seahawks, dude. Yeah? Yeah. And that's an upset for me because, you know, I hate, I love to bash the Seahawks and their stupid fans. But uh, I think they're the most deserving. Now, the, the Thorns, first of all, I hate to say this, but, and I'll be canceled, but it's women's soccer. I don't think that many people are into it. You jerk. 
It's also their third title in 11 years. Yeah. You know, they win all the time. So we're like old hat. Like, like, eh. Eh. The Blazers is like five games. <laughs> the Ducks have lost their biggest game, and the meat of their schedule is still to come. So while they look really good, I think what the Seahawks are doing it's is just freaking awesome. And not even I can tear that down. No. Because Geno Smith is like... What is he? He's like number three in the NFL and QBR. He's and top five basically in any meaningful I, quarterback statistic. I hated Pete Carroll when he was at USC because, well, you just have to hate the USC coach, I think, yeah. you know? I love Pete Carroll now. Like, Pete Carroll came out today and was just like, all those, he said it again. He's like, all these people who think I am, you know, um, the game has passed me by and all this. It's just not true. He goes, F you. He even said that. He said, F you all. And he gave it the double bird, and then he dropped his mic, and he left his press conference. They've won three in a row. I think it's their, great. Their defense is playing better. They look good, man. And they have, on their schedule coming up here, they've got the Cardinals, who I don't think are very good at all, the Buccaneers, who are are flailing, the Raiders, uh, you want to talk about a team that's that's drowning, and then the Rams and the Panthers. Look, the Seahawks have a chance here. Like, I always thought this was going to be a little bit like the Jets and the, and the Giants. It's a fun story. You're winning some games you, that maybe you shouldn't. You're pulling it out. But now you you look at them, and as the defense starts to play a little bit better, the offense hasn't tailed off. In fact, the offense keeps getting better. And you start looking at the schedule. I think it's – if you're a Seahawks fan, I think it's safe to say, hey, can we go on a run here where we're winning – you know, five, six in a row here and putting ourselves not just in, in like playoff talk, but as a, a, a player, a major player going into the playoffs. There's a lot of ball left to be played, but I'm with you, man. I don't know how you can tear down Seattle right now. Is this defense is, well, is getting better and is no longer the joke that we thought it was. So I'd crown them right now. That's why I said right now on the poll question. Crown their ass. Because who knows it could change. But you're right. Like, everybody's jocking the Giants. Well, the Giants just came in and got bitch slapped by my Seahawks. Yes. So... Who's better? I mean, Seahawks just look like the better football team. Yes. Better coach team. They, uh, it's just their draft picks have all, I mean, pretty much every one of them hit. They have five draft picks but I still, all contributing in yeah. major ways right now. I still think the, the coolest thing about them is what they've done with Geno Smith. I, I, that, boy, I tell you, if that doesn't show you Pete Carroll's a good coach, I don't know what does. Well, and I'll give credit to Geno. Like, and him, that's right. Give, that's right. I'm giving credit to Geno. When he came in with the Jets, there are so many stories about, about him just being – a tool right down to he got he lost his job to Ryan Fitzpatrick because he stiffed a special teams player of 600 bucks. It's actually 1200, but the guy finally was like, fine, just give me six. And Geno Smith was such a tool that he basically taunted a guy that wasn't making any money and was like, I'll pay you when I feel like paying you. And he got his ass, you know, he's got his ass kicked for it, broke his jaw, lost his job, was never the same. There are stories of him coming into, uh, into practice wearing basically the clothes that he wore the night before or showing up like in a robe and flip-flops. Like couldn't give a blank about it, right? And realized that he got humbled. He got knocked in the dirt and took those backup jobs. And I guess, you know, give the guy credit. Instead of just being like, well, I'm a backup for the rest of my career and whatever. That dude apparently has worked his ass off behind the scenes and he's finally getting a chance to prove it. And I don't know where this goes. I don't know if this is a one-hit wonder. I don't know if Seattle ends up saying that this is our franchise guy moving forward. But he is, right now, crafting a, a Rich Gannon, Alex Smith-type thing. And we like when you start thinking of quarterbacks that have done this, dude, it is a handful of guys over the last 25 years that have done this. Not many. And he is putting Rich him, Gannon's a good one. Rich Gannon, Alex Smith, you know, if you but want. But I feel like Rich Gannon always had sort of this 
he's the tools are there yeah. uh, type of reputation. Whereas I don't think Geno Smith did. No, it's this is just and he a, throws a good ball, man. His deep ball is pretty good. Yes, and so he is unless it's dropped. He is putting himself in a in a, a very rare category, and yeah. I, I think it's awesome. All right, so the AAA heating and cooling poll question is on Twitter at 1080 the fan vote, and uh, all that we ask here is that when you vote, please vote hard. Uh, this is not to take anything away from our Portland Thorns. Let's get thorny tonight. On Halloween. Okay, congratulations. Yes. And there's a rally tomorrow night at Providence Park at 6. Do you think Merrick Paulson shows up with, like, Groucho glasses on? Yeah, that, my guess is, isn't that a weird thing? He's like, I'm the owner, but I can't show up for the celebration. Yeah, he's got to stay away. And if he did, I'm pretty sure that they would just huck things at him. Although, when I win the lottery tonight, yeah, my neighbor and I are going to buy the Timbers and Thorns. I don't think he can afford it. Even if I win the lottery? Not even close. I can get a loan, right? I don't think so. I mean, I got some things. Mm, I don't think so. Some collateral. I think you're out. Got a car. <laughs> when is that? Is that uh, seven it's tonight? Oh, I didn't buy my ticket. I'm about to be a multimillionaire. Uh, and then some. What? Four or five hundred million bucks? I think you're taking home after everything. Well, we're splitting it though. Oh. my neighbor. So we're hey. probably only getting a couple hundred mil. Hey, you're talking like two hundred a piece. Yeah. Are you even rich at that point? Yeah, I probably need to work a little longer. <laughs> I think so. Can't retire on that. I remember yeah. some, I don't know, this is like 10 or 15 years ago, there was, uh, you know how sometimes at offices people will like pool their money yes. and then we'll all split it? There was like, there were a bunch of workers at a cheese factory. It was like the Sargento Cheese Factory. And they won. And they, like all 45 of them were going to quit their jobs. And the cheese company was going to go under. They basically had to beg them to stay around long enough to like figure it out and, and slowly Whoa. let people, you know, either step away or retire huh. or whatever. Well, begging would not work with me. No. I'm no. Sorry, I'm leaving. <laughs> sorry, Odyssey. <laughs> Finally. Yes. And I've said that there's shackles. I I stand by this statement. If I ever won it, uh, I would quit the very next day, but I would make sure that you would not have to come back to work. See, I don't know that I'd quit the next day. Though. It would be a team quitting. <laughs> I think I could do the month of could you? Yeah, I could sit on it. Yeah, I could. I, you know what? I might not even if I check the tickets. I might not even tell my wife. <laughs> of course, she would be like, "What happened with the lottery?" Oh, yeah. uh, probably. I could just say, "Oh, we lost." Yeah, and she wouldn't look up the numbers because nobody expects <laughs> to win. But inevitably, there'd be a news story and that it came, the ticket came yeah, from you know the, the place by yep. your house. Oh yeah. And when does the story come out about your divorce? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that before or after the lottery? No, we've already got plans. <laughs> the money's all earmarked. <laughs> that's good. that's good. So I hope there's some pork projects in there as well. Hope you manage to yeah. slip some. We'll like help a, some people. Like a par three in there for yourself. All right. There's the poll question. Uh, far too long of a segment, but worth it because the Northwest teams are really kicking some ass. And uh, the, ten, or the Thorns won the title. So uh, congratulations to the Portland Thorns. Up next, let's get to Bo Nix making more history and our college football weekend walnuts. Mm. Here is Buck with SportsCenter. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Your Ducks handled their business Yeah, down at Cal. A little bit of a rough start, but they've kind of, this has kind of been their MO. They're a little slow in the first quarter. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that's not ideal, but I feel like that's just like Floyd Mayweather stuff. You see some boxers where they come out and they just spend the first round or two kind of feeling out an opponent. And then, uh, do they just whoop your ass. And once they put their foot on the gas, good luck. I feel like it was a great game, uh, particularly for Dan Lanning, because there was a lot that they didn't do that well. Yeah. You, you, you end up with a blowout win. And but he th- loves that because yeah. he's like, he's going to go into the film room with some urgency. Sure. You know? We this talked week. about a little bit on the post game. It really kind of was the perfect road victory for them. You put yeah. up a lot of points. You do a lot of things well, and you go out of there with an easy victory and not too much injury. But there's a lot that you're going to want to clean up this week. And it feels he, like, yeah, and he loves that. Well, then you get another basically bye week to clean it up. I mean, yeah, you do. Dude, they are going to destroy Colorado if they wanted. Did you to. see the line on that? Thirty-one and a half. By the way, you take Oregon and you don't touch it. I, I I really think if Oregon wanted to, I think they could score seventy-five. On, on Colorado. I mean, they'll take their foot off the gas, but Colorado is really bad. And this Oregon offense and the way they're playing with this old line and developing some receivers uh, and Bo Nix, who's just playing as good as anyone in the country, it's it's a scary good offense right now. And unless you've got the horses to to hang, you're not going to you're not going to scheme this. I don't think Oregon's gonna have one of those where they shoot themselves in the foot. Um <clears throat> You know, and each team after Colorado is going to pose a unique challenge because Washington should be able to score with them for a while. I think Utah has some guys, especially in the secondary, that could give them problems. And then uh, Oregon State, same thing. I, I think those are teams that can both run the ball, try to con- control the clock a little bit, and I think they can play man on the outside and and load up to try to stop the run game. So, uh, you know, after this week at Colorado, I think is where it gets interesting uh, for Oregon. But they will be... I think significant favorites in every game moving forward, including Utah and Oregon State, and probably the Pac-12 title game. So Bo Nix makes more history, a couple of things, because um, he's putting up numbers that, I mean... Yeah, it's it's video game numbers. It really is. So he's now the third Oregon quarterback to throw for three tutties and run for three tutties in, but, a, in a game. Although, to be fair... Hmm. The other two. Do you know who the other two are? Well, I'm guessing Marcus is one. Nope. Uh, Masoli, maybe? Jeremiah Masoli. Darren Thomas. Our friend, Joey Harrington. Joey was running, huh? Yeah, apparently. Huh. 
I we'll have a, to ask him about that game. I had a little bit of this watching because the, those the the touchdown runs were you know goal line stuff. There was a little bit. It was like really, Bo got to hog the glory for yourself. Running in, he's like from Russell the, Wilson. Running in from the two. I'll tell you what. He had one little <laughs> ankle breaker move on one of those touchdowns yes. that he made a linebacker look real Dude, he, bad. He jelly legged a guy. He is that that just down at the goal line. How unless again you were just blowing that old line back. I don't know how you. I don't know how you defend this. They're so creative in the run game. And he's such a threat with his legs. And then you've got two big time backs that both run really, really hard. Uh, it's just it's a fun it's a fun team to watch right now. And I can't wait to get by Colorado and then get to some get to some games that I think are hopefully back to some some interesting matchups. Knicks is now the fifth quarterback in college football to throw for twenty or more touchdowns and run for ten or more touchdowns in the first eight games of the season. Hmm. This since 2000, there have been five, so he's the fifth. Care to take a stab at the other four? Big names. Big names. All right, so we'll go with, like, Tebow? No. Cam? No. Uh, and you, what? How many years did you say you went back? This is since 2000. 2000. Give me Vince Young? No. God, I'm, I mean, these are all really good dual-threat quarterbacks. More, re- more recent. More recent. Uh, Manziel? No. You've got Lamar Jackson. Kyler? Uh, What'd you say? Kyler? Nope. He didn't run as much. Close. Just, he kind of scoots around. Uh, Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Okay. He got two others. Uh, one, yeah. one I'll just give you because I don't think you'll get it, but it's that Derek King kid. Oh, yeah. Was that yeah. at Miami? That was probably at Houston, right? When he was I think at Houston. He was much better at Houston. He kind of got to Miami, and, well, Miami is just bad. And the fourth guy, you forget about him, but what, he, what he was awesome. Big 12. Big 12. Who was running around on the Big 12? Again, fifth uh, Knicks, the fifth in college football to throw for 20 or more and run for 10 or more. Jason Bean? First to eight games. <laughs> hey, by the way, the uh, Kansas – thanks for uh, teeing that up. Yeah, you got it. The KU quarterback is back at practice. Jay, oh, Jaylen, uh, really? Dan, yeah, he's back. Oh, I thought that was – They a, don't know if he's going to play, but he is – See, I thought that was a season ender. Yeah, they're playing Oklahoma State. Now, here's a weird line. Did you see the Oklahoma State game over the weekend? I did see the Oklahoma State game over the weekend. They lost 48 to nothing. Yes. Do you care? So they're coming now the to Kansas. The wheels have come off. Do you care to guess the line on that game? Coming to Kansas. You seen uh, that line yet? I'll go like, well, they've been, Kansas has been catching anywhere from like 9 to 15 points the last couple weeks. I'll go Oklahoma State 12, 12 and a half. Oklahoma State minus three. Whoa. Yeah. Really? That's what I said. Why? I'm not real sure, man. Boy, I'm, that's one. That's one of those words. I, like, I, can't, I can't touch it. What? We, something's up. They, someone knows something that I don't. And by the way, just so you know, I think we're on the same page here. And I'm a huge Kansas fan, but my God, I would load the house on Oklahoma on State. Oklahoma State. But I'm a, we got to look into it further because yeah, obviously something's going on. Maybe their quarterback got hurt or something. Yeah, I don't that know. one stinks. That stinks. I just big don't. Time. I just don't know how Oklahoma State loses forty-eight nothing. Like, right? That's one of the best offenses in college football. You're just like what? Like, and what? they don't. And when's they the get a time, goose egg. The last time Mike Gundy's team got shut out. So like, weird. That, that's, so weird. that's very strange. Anyway, uh, the fifth guy, or fourth guy, is uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can I just say that he he is... So that's a pretty good list. He is the best NFL quarterback because that, that's come out since I've been doing this. So we've been doing this about 20 years, right? He's the best NFL quarterback that I don't remember anything at all about his college career. Nothing. I don't either. I just the only thing I briefly remember is he had a great duel um, in college where he was going back and forth with I think it was Baker Mayfield. 
It was him in Oklahoma. Yeah, they had an absolute shootout. It was like 55 to 60-something or something like Other that. Other than that, like I don't remember him at all. I just, I just remember in the draft they were saying that teams were, were you know high on him, and then Andy Reid moved up to take him, and everyone was like, oh, well, he must be good if Andy Reid took him. Like, I don't – just he was beyond an afterthought. And now look at him. He's, Can I give you one other one? He's out there killing it. And I'm grasping at a straw here. Now, Josh Allen comes to mind, but we remember him yeah. because they played Oregon. Yes. And we heard so much about him, and so it was like, hey, we got to check out this kid from Wyoming. Right. It wasn't that Mariota against Allen? Yeah, and I specifically remember Allen just not being, seeming like he wasn't special. I remember the hype oh, going in and be like, oh, don't totally. get it, don't see I, it. Because yeah. I right. saw him play twice. He played against Iowa, and he played against Oregon. He had like 65 yards passing against Oregon. And it was a head-scratcher like this kid, and now, well, now look. he's the best quarterback in the NFL. What about Daniel Jones? Yeah, the only thing I remember about Daniel Jones is again it was one of those like really like like Daniel Jones like no one he played at Duke played right? at Duke yeah but you never really no I mean there was no I just I, I don't know people talked about him but because he played at Duke you're like huh but at least I was I, I guess I was aware of him but he's yeah I guess he's, so. he's Duke's quarterback but yeah it's tough to beat that Mahomes one because there right. was because like, there was a lot of controversy about whether or not he should go that high where Mahomes didn't have a lot of hype. Slid up in the draft, people, and then he sat for a year behind Alex Smith, and everyone was like, eh, whatever. And then, like, his first year, we're like, oh, well, the NFL just changed. All right, so the five quarterbacks to throw for 20 or more and run for 10 or more tutties in the first eight games are Jalen Hurts, Derek King, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Bo Nix. Yeah. And I would like to report to you before we wrap this up here. Next two weeks, he gets the number 130-ranked run defense in Colorado and he gets the number 115-ranked pass defense in Washington. He has a really good chance. He won't win it because of the stink behind that Georgia thing, but he has a real good chance, I think, to get invited to New York. And if he keeps playing this way, he should because there's not, there's not four or five guys in the country at that position that are playing better than he is right now. There's just not. All right, our college football weekend walnuts coming up and some fun with sports audio. It is 3.53 on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, running behind. So um, we've got our college football weekend walnuts. We've got sports audio. Lots of sports audio today. Unfortunately, Kyrie Irving included. Uh, Stockwatch coming up as well. He is, well, I can't say he's the most insufferable person on the planet, but he's the most insufferable person in sports right now. Let me just say that we have reached, this is my soapbox here, we have reached this dangerous uh, state in our country where being different or like rejecting mainstream somehow is, is now being like, it's the best way to put it. We've, we've, we've tried to equate that with being smart, right? Let me just say for the record that 
if everyone is avoiding jumping off a cliff and then you decide that you're not going to be a sheep and you jump off a cliff, you're not smart. You're a dumbass and you're dead. But we've reached this point now where this is this is we take this sort of uh, maverick approach and we chalk it up to some sort of uh, emotional intelligence and, and thinking outside of the box when in reality you're just a dumbass. Who does that? Kyrie Irving does. Oh, you mean he does that? He does it. Yeah. He yeah. feels like, well, sure, he feels like yeah. he's like the smartest guy on the planet. Yes. He sees things that no one else sees. Clearly. And if you challenge him on it, he's just shout you down. What a douche. That's where we're at. Anyway, we'll, uh, <clears throat> we'll hear that exchange. Uh, let's get to our college football weekend walnut, starting with um, your Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, got a little push there. Got a little push, finally. Well, we, we talked about that Ohio State had looked, obviously, really good, and their offense was absurd, but they hadn't really played anyone. And, you know, they were going against a Penn State team who really their only big test had been Michigan, and they got thumped by it. But we say this all the time in college football. There's a big difference between playing at home and going on the road. And did you watch any of that? I saw some of it. That is Beaver Stadium is a very tough place to play. They were juiced for that game. And Penn State came out early on, and, you know, they were in that thing. But give Ohio State credit. When push came to shove, their playmakers in the fourth quarter gave everyone the big double bird, and they – they pulled away and, and, and made a close competitive game into essentially a blowout. So, well, I don't know if, if that is going to answer every question you have about Ohio State. I do think it's something, and we've seen this from Oregon to, to Alabama to Georgia. When you go play on the road, this is different, even if you're not playing a great team. And I really like the way that Ohio State responded to a hostile environment, to a team that was playing above their, uh, let's say, above their average and they were juiced for Ohio State, and, and they responded in a big-time way. And now they're going to cruise the rest of the way until they get Michigan. Yeah, they're 8-0 now, the Buckeyes. All wins uh, by double digits. Yeah. Um, we have a fight, Michigan State-Michigan. That's one of the worst things that we'll, we've seen in college football in a while. And then we've got uh, perhaps one versus two this week, um, Georgia-Tennessee. So we'll get to all of that coming up next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.